0: The today's is Kufiud in We learned from shlemit for Elazar ben and real Ben Chai The Misha said yesterday that if a woman after um, her husband apparently performed Yibum and they were, took her into the house, she reported within 30 days she said he never consummated. So the rule there is the mission said, we force him to give her Chalitza because we assume that until 30 days, maybe it's true, and he's not consummating the marriage we force him to chalitza. So the Gemara said at the top of the page, at the why do we force him to give chalitza? that maybe force him, you know, encourage him to give, uh, to, to to consummate the marriage. We're speaking about where he gave her a get, meaning he gave her a get before performing yibam or chalitza. We learned before, if you give her a get, you're not supposed to give a get, you either give chalitza or yibam, right? But if he gave a get, He's got to He can't make give him anymore. He has to then follow up with chalitza. So that's what happened over here. It's speaking about where he gave her a get originally, and now she says yes, but he never gave me chalitza. So we forced him to give chalitza. But in a chanami, if there was no get, then if he hasn't consummated, we say, listen, fella, consummate the marriage. That's the preferable thing rather than give chalitza. In those days before bezmanazet, when we're concerned about people not doing a lishay mitzvah, we encourage them to make give before chalitza. So that's rather than chalitza. So. That's what we're assuming that the Misha is speaking about. And the Misha says within 30 days, uh, we force him to give chalitza. After 30 days, if time has passed, it's a few months later, she says, oh, you know, he never consummated. We don't believe her anymore. Because a person couldn't hold out that long. Usually they're living together. He would have performed even by now. But within 30 days, we assume that she's telling the truth. And like Rashi points out several places, both in the Mishnah and yesterday's stuff and on today's stuff, the fact is, even after 30 days, if she says that he never consummated, we asked him nicely, that's what the Misha said. we asked the Bahalitza why, because we we don't believe her really, but as far as she's concerned, she can't marry anybody else because she said, I never got Khalitsa. If I never got Khalitsa and I never got yibam, she's not free to marry. So we say, look, do her a favor, give her Khalitsa. Give her Chalitza. According to her, we we don't we don't necessarily believe her, but According to her own words, she can't get married to anybody else. So we we ask him to please give her chalitza. That's what the mission said. After 30 days, after they've been together for 30 days, and she reports that she hasn't been, uh, that they haven't consummated the marriage, <laughs> we ask him chalitza. And unless he's moda, if he's moda, then we force him. He's moda that he's he's never consummated. Then they both agree, and of course we force him to give chalitza if he can't perform yibum. May's face. Now the Gemara in the third line asks Kasha. There was a brisa, which is similar to the mission, expands more. But Yavama says, Within 30 days of getting together, of living together, of the Yavim apparent, you know, moving in with her husband, that she hasn't uh, been, um, he, he's never consummated. Whether he says, I did or I didn't, we believe her. Okay. And I, like we said, in the mission, we asked him nicely because. We don't we don't believe her necessarily that she hasn't uh, that they haven't been consummated because it's after 30 days of action so we ask nicely because she says she's not free to marry let's say she says the other way she says yes i did have bia and he says they haven't well you know if he if he wants to get rid of her if he wants to release her he has to give her a get because she claims that she has had bia and we assume that's after 30 days the assumption is she had Bia. And she says she had Bia. If he wants to get rid of her, he can't just give her Chalitza. Now he has to give her a get. Who Omer Baalti, Vee Omer Lo He says, I did consummate. And she says, I didn't. I wasn't consummated. Afal Pisha, Even though he admitted afterwards, Lova Alti. sarach get the Chalitza. You need to get and Chalitza. Because again, after 30 days, if he said Baalti, and she says Lo even though he agreed after his Lo you still need to get with Halitza, but what do you see over here? You need to get and Khalitsa. So we're speaking about where there was no get apparently before, and still you say Halitza. You said, at the top of the page, we said, why is the reason why we encourage him, why we force him to give Khalitsa and we don't force him to make Ibam. We should first be Oh, it's speaking where he gave her a get already. To he give her a get, what does the mission say over here? This price, it says that in a case where it's after 30 days, and she claimed that there was no consummation. First, he claimed that there was, and after as he admitted, you still need to get an Khalitsa. Why do you need to get an Khalitsa? Right? you need to get apparently because he says bhalti. So he says he did he did uh, he did uh, consummate. So you need to get. But the point is, smash me. speaking about there was no get before. So if there was no get before, why didn't you encourage him in, the, in within thirty days to give yibum? Why do you say within thirty days if the claim came up that there was no consummation that you give her, you force me of force her to give yibum, force him to give her yibum? <clears throat> and, and we're not speaking about whether there was a get already, because here it says, <speaking in Hebrew> It doesn't mean that you give a get now. It means like, yes, there was a get before, and now you force him to give chalitza because he can't, he can't consummate because he already gave her a get, so he gives chalitza. No, it's two different kinds of get. There we're speaking like there was a get over here. First, he gave her a get for the zika, meaning instead of chalitza, or he gave her a get, which means he can't make ibam anymore. That's what we were speaking about before. And we said, that's why you must give her chalitza. If within 30 days, she says he never consummated and he gave me a get already. So you're him to give chalitza. Here, the get we're speaking about over here is for the bia, meaning he performed yibam already. He, even if he gave her a get before, but he performed yibam on her, you still need another get now because the yibam overpowered the get and they're married and he has to give her a get for the, for the marriage. Hamishnei modem, modem. There was a case like this. It came before, came before Rav, where they both agreed that there was no consummation. It was after 30 days. Give her chalitza tigra and dismiss her case. Just give her chalitza. We just learned get the chalitza. If it's after 30 days, even if they both admit that there was no consummation, you need to get with the chalitza because the assumption was that he did make ibn. If there's such a price, I would have thought this is good enough. They both admit it. But if you say after 30 days, the assumption is that he performed, uh, that he that he performed Bia, you have to give her, get uh, in addition to the Khalitsa, you have to give her. Why do you need Khalitsa if he performed Bia? Because according to her own words, she says, <clears throat> Lo Nivalti. She says, I never had uh, Bia. I, I'm, I, I require Khalitsa. If there was no Bia, <clears throat> that means she's never married him. According to her own words, she needs Khalitsa. So again, because of uh, you have to give her chalitza because she says she needs chalitza, otherwise, she's not free to marry anybody else. So, what about her co wife? What do we just say? We said that if they both claim after 30, uh, after 30 days, they claim that they were never consummated. So, you have to give her chalitza, right? You have to give her chalitza. Um, what about her tzara? When, when, when he first said that he consummated, so that Sora went out was free to marry. If there was a co-wife, Yavam she can't say beniftra, In other words, the Yavam they got married, right? There was a case even Reuben died with no children. Shimon took her into the house, and that went, the Zara went and got married somebody else. Now, after after a long time, she says, "Well, I never." The, the wife says, "I never got uh, never consummated." Can you say now that Sora is also also because if there was never never any consummation. The hasn't taken place yet. No Yibam, no Chalitza. What about the tsara? Because we force him within 30 days. Or after 30 days, we ask him to give Chalitza. We're going to ask the tsara. This is sort of like that we talked about before. Once you allow the tsara to get married, you're going to tell her now it's too late. You, know, you got to come back. Or the marriage that she married somebody else was a Yibamu And uh, you're not going to do that. So uh, because we force him to give Chalitza, According to her own words, this lady says, I was never consummated, therefore I need chalitza." But because of her words, we're not going to force the tzara, who got already married to somebody else or was about to get married to somebody else to ruin her life, that we're not going to do. And The mission said that if a woman um, forswore having any pleasure from her brother-in-law while her husband was alive, she forswore. We're, and now her husband died with no children. She can't marry the guy, so we co- we, we force him to give we force the of to give her chalitza. Okay, <clears throat> if she forswore after the husband died when she's about to fall, she's no, she's now she's facing Yibam, So then she forswore no. Then we ask him nicely because she did something wrong. She shouldn't have done that. So the Bryce says the mission says like this in the Dharma, We're going to learn a the Dharam in a few months. There are three women. Who life has given them such bad circumstances that they're entitled to leave the marriage with a get, of course, and get the ksuba. Even though, you know, it's normally the ksuba is if the husband dies or divorces her, he gives her the ksuba. Here, even though she requests a divorce because of the circumstances that we're going to describe now, she's still entitled to the ksuba. For example, look, let's say she's married to a coin and she says, I was raped. It's not her fault. She was raped. So she says, I'm tamei because I'm with. I'm, a, you know, I'm married to you and I was raped. So we said, listen, it's not her fault. She's entitled to her exibah. She says, like, God knows what's going on between us. You know, nobody else knows what's going on in our bedroom, but you know very well that um, you're not, you're not able to impregnate me, right? She knows very well that they have some sexual problems. Um, either he can't, he can't perform, he's, he's he, impotent, Tosis brings down that that is, uh, uh, Shefazera does not shoot. other whatever the reason is, he has some sort of impotence and she says, listen, you know it is very well. It's not my fault, it's your fault. So please divorce me. She's in Taltorksuba. Natula let's say she makes a netter and she says, I am withdrawn from all Jews. <laughs> you know, I'm withdrawn from all Jews. I get not, I don't want, I don't want to be with any any Jewish people. So they said originally, okay, if those were a situation, meaning for some reason, Bia is difficult for her. She can't, she can't stand to be married to anybody. So in those cases, he's considered like forced, it's against her will, and therefore she's talented So, But that's what they said originally, but then they changed it, they said, no, no, no. Some woman is going to have her eyes on some other man and she wants to marry him, so she'll make up some story and say, uh, okay, I was raped, you know, uh, she's married to her, I was raped. Maybe she's making up the story just to get out of the marriage or making up these other stories about, uh, about not being able to have B, et cetera. So therefore they said, Ella, they said, listen, if she wants to If she says, I'm, a, I'm married to you a coin and I was raped. Let her bring proof. But there are witnesses, you know, get the cameras, whatever, you know, uh, bring proof. And she says, listen, you know that between us that you can't perform. She says, ask nicely. Listen, you know, go for counseling and ask nicely. He said, look, it's not my fault. You know, it's your fault. If she says, I wouldn't have nothing to do with any Jews, any Jewish men. Remember, he's entitled to break and her husband's allowed to break his wife's nether if it's something that's not there between them. <clears throat> if she just says, I don't want to go to France, that's not the same thing. But if she says something that affects their marriage, and this is affecting their marriage, he can break his share, and she could stay married to him. But from all other Jews, she's forbidden. She's forbidden. In other words, she made a, she a nether. She's not going to be with any man. Okay, so as far as any other men, that's that fine. That netter's is fine. But as far as her husband, he's entitled to break her nether. Here's our question. two When she says, I don't want to have any place from your from Jews, what about the Yavim? Is that included or not? Me Maska died to Do you think that she had in mind the Yavim also? She was when she said that uh that she's not gonna have any enough from any Jews, doesn't include the Yavim. She's thinking, maybe I'm going to uh, you know, maybe I'm going to um one day fall Yibum to my brother-in-law. And when she made a netter, she meant to include him too. She meant to include the brother-in-law too. And she can't have enough, and therefore now, and therefore there's no option. He has to give her chalitza, why? He can't break her in a darm. Even a husband can only break an net, a netter that a wife made while they were married. But let's say she made a netter before they're married, he can't break it, ain't, ba, ain't, ba, ain't made for a is as we will see, that he can't break a netter before. So over here, if she has a netter, she can't have enough from him, if she can't get a hetzer from a darm, go out to tarsa darum from a rabbi. If she can't get a hetzer, that's it. He has to give her chalitza. That's the question. She said, "Oh no, or did she not anticipate that?" She says, "Well, What was the reason why she made an netter? She wanted to show her husband how loyal she is. She's as if to say, you know what? Even if you divorce me, I'm never going to marry anybody else. That's what she meant to say." and she was trying to, to pacify her husband, you shouldn't think that I have somebody else. <coughs> I'm making a netter <coughs> that I'm not gonna have any enough from anybody else, even if you divorce me. But, and, and, and anybody else, it would be mutter, all you day divorce, but the husband, her, her brother-in-law, the Yavam, wouldn't even be mutter, all you day, a divorce. She had no kavana, And therefore, mutteroslo, the way Roshan's Girsha, if her husband died, she could have or not, because she wasn't intending it to include him. She was trying to say, "Listen, all the other people in the street that I could marry, if you divorce me, I'm never going to have any enough from them." But she didn't anticipate the the, the yavam. So could the other marry or not? Is the neder chal on the yavam or not? That's the question. That's how Rashi learns the question. Tos learns a little bit differently. So the Gemara says another kind of yavim, oh no. So Rav yavam ain't The yavam's not like the husband. The husband was forbidden. He can for, free for he can free the uh, the um, his Nedr, because he's entitled to. The Yavam is not like that. She didn't. She didn't mean to include him, and therefore she could marry him. Shmuel Am Yavam Reuven Kabbal is like the husband. He's like the. And um, Rashi says, on Rav, She ate for That died the of Yavam The way Rashi learns is that Rav says the oven is not like the husband. <coughs> she didn't anticipate when she made the netter. She had no intention of including the oven, and therefore. He can marry her. He doesn't have to do chalitza. Shmuel says the oven's like the husband. <coughs> he was included. And therefore, and therefore she cannot marry the oven because he has no way to break the netter. Again, if she went to a rabbi and a rabbi was mat her netter, maybe she'll get, maybe there'll be a hetter, maybe not. But otherwise, the husband, the oven cannot break the netter, and therefore the oven would have to give her chalitza. Abaya. So Abaya says like this, three lines from the bottom of the page. Kabasir Rav Nostav, it's likely like Rav, like Rav, that the Yavam could marry, the Tanan, our Mishnah, what did I Mishnah say? If a woman, while she's married to her husband, she couldn't stay in her brother-in-law and she made an editor, she's never going to have enough from this brother-in-law, from her husband's brother. Ander Sanab Yobama, b'chayi bala while her husband's alive. Kofan she didn't do it with anticipation that she's ever going to, to avoid Yibam, she just didn't anticipate that. So therefore, we force him to give her chalitza because she has a netter. You can't have enough of him. If you think that, baby, she was, she would anticipate that, that she had that in mind, as we said in the Sefer, we said, if she made the netter after her husband died and she was already falling to even now she made a netter, uh, she's wrong. She shouldn't have done that. So we asked him nicely. So if you say over here, she had in mind, she should have said, no, how come I Maybe normally, maybe normally, uh she wouldn't she would anticipate that. And uh, therefore uh Rav is wrong. She would anticipate it and she made it with his mind. But if you're speaking about where she had children, She Bottom really means that husband had children, the She has children. children, she wouldn't think that she's gonna fall Yibam. Yibam is if the husband dies with no children, but she she had children of alaimah if there was no maim of action then elham of action because she was wrong she would anticipate it so Adatani, why did the mishnah say in the Skavalakach if she had kavana for that if she had kavana mishnah said if she made a netter from from the abuma why welcome in the skavlakah if she had a kavana to avoid the, the brother in law's ibam even haibam vachin men why talk about in the skavlakah in this, uh, uh, so my why did you say even while the husband's alive? Even here itself. If she had children, then she didn't anticipate it, so she didn't mean to avoid yibum Then, then, uh, you force the if there was no children, so she maybe she did anticipate it and she was the bad person over here, then since he didn't say that, makes sense if there's children or not. Kofano Karav, you force him like, Rob, because she didn't anticipate that. Shema mina. In other words, Rob said that <clears throat> when she made a netter, whether she made a netter like in the Brisa, saying that all men in the world are forbidden to me. Husband, you know, I love you. Uh, even if you divorce me, I'm not going to marry anybody else. She didn't anticipate the brother-in-law because she was thinking about people that, that if her husband divorces her, she, she could marry, which means everybody else except for Kahanim and except for her. Her husband's family, like her, her husband's brother, she didn't anticipate him. Therefore, she didn't do anything bad, and therefore we forced the them to give her chalitza. It's not her fault. She didn't mean to. She didn't mean to avoid yibam in this case. She just didn't anticipate that. Like we saw in the Mishnah, that she made an eder while her husband's alive. I don't want to have any love from my brother-in-law. Uh, wasn't that she didn't? She didn't anticipate the yibam, and therefore, if the husband died with no children you force the Yovim to give her Chalitza because she didn't do anything bad. She just uh, had a bad relationship with him and she didn't She didn't do it to avoid the yevam. If she did it after the husband died and she was about to have yevam, now she's clearly doing it to avoid the Yivim, then it's only Mavakshinim, you don't force him. That ends the 13th parak, we begin the 14th parak. Let's understand something again, like we mentioned yesterday. A or a man or a woman, deaf and dumb person, person with limited capacity. Again, not what we call deaf and dumb today, but in the time of the Gemara, where it was considered to be a person who is la-bardea, a mitraisei doesn't have a Kenyan. So mitraisei can't get married, but the rabbi said deaf people can get married. They, they should be together. They can live a normal life. You know, They want to be married life. Why, why preclude them from having children, from having a married life, a normal life? So the rabbi said they can make a marriage, but it's only marriage to Rabbanim. Sim, so they can't do chalitza, because they can't say, he can't say the words, she can't say the words. So, so therefore, there's a marriage Rabbanan, but not a marriage. That's if they marry one other, or if a regular person marries one of them. It's also not a marriage, Daraisa. What is another marriage, not Daraisa? A katana, a katana, a cuttana can't marry at all. A katana is a marriage Rabbanan, as we said, if it's a katana, uh, but a katana could get receive a get, whereas a cheresh or chereshes. They can't, if, if there was a marriage to Orisa, for example, let's say they became, she became deaf and dumb afterwards. She became, she became a chereshis after they got married. They got married regularly, then she became a So he can force her to give her a get because, again, in the time of the Gemara, the Menat Torah, a man can force a get on upon his wife even without her consent. So now the Gemara is going to give all the various cases. The Mishnah is going to say this a deaf person married a pikech, means a normal person. Right? If he wants a divorce or Yodzi. Now, in both cases, it's only drabbanan, right? Because a cannot marry Mitarisa and a pikeach, that married a Khreshis is also only drabana. None of these is the because they don't really have full understanding. So if he wants a divorce he could divorce her. And he wants to keep her kind, shame You might think he can't divorce her, because marriage divorce is No. Since the marriage is drabana, the divorce is also drabonan the way he took her into the marriage. How do he take her into marriage if she can't understand him? The answer is he gestured. He made hints to her. Ramiza, the same way he can divorce her, the same way. Let's say a regular person married, a regular man married a regular woman, and she became deaf and dumb afterwards. If he wants, he can give a divorce. Even though she can't consent to divorce, she has limited capacity, but he can force give. The rabbi said this, that's if she became deaf and dumb. But if she becomes a total imbecile, really she's a, what they call a shota, he can't divorce her at all. Why? Because, <clears throat> we'll see, because Rashi says, even though you don't need her consent, so what if she doesn't understand? You don't need her consent anyway. The answer is because they're afraid that it's, the rabbis made a If you divorce her, she'll be out in the street and they'll, they'll treat her as a prostitute. Let's say he became a cherish. After they got married, a regular person married a regular person. And then he became a cheirish or a shota. And the illness, he can't give her a get. Because his marriage was a marriage to raisa, And he can't give her a get, because he's limited capacity. I can only give a get if you're a bar mitzvah, if you're an, if you're an understanding person. If you're not an understanding person, he can't give a get. So there's no way to divorce her. If a woman became deaf and dumb, she's, if she became a cheirish, he can give her a get. There's no comparison between a man and a woman. A woman can be divorced even against her will. He, have to have, he has to have a das. And therefore, if he became a cheresh, he cannot give her a gift. Listen to this case. <coughs> Remember, a man can marry off his young daughter. Young daughter is limited capacity, whether she's just a regular girl or whether she's a chereshis. So let's say a father married off his young daughter, who's a hareshas, and and now he can get you can for you can force a get upon her. You don't need a you don't need her consent. She a get. Uh, this is a similar thing, meaning when there was a marriage to raisa when a pikech married a pikhas, and then she became a hareshas. So she has limited capacity, but you don't need her consent because you can force a get on a woman. The same thing over here. Uh, the man married, uh, the father married off the the Hareshis, a young Hareshis, It's a marriage in You can give her get later even though she can't consent to it because you don't need her consent. Let's say you had two Choreshian brothers married to two sisters Hareshis. They're all deaf and dumb. Or, or even if they were married to regular people. Because again, if one of the parties is a Hareshis or a haresh or a hareshes, it's only a marriage to or these two brothers who were Chareishim married two women. One was Chareishim, one was Bichas. In other words, there's always one of the parties. There's always a uh, in in the, all these marriages, one of the parties is Chareish. Let's say you had two sisters who are Chareishis. The soon the and married the two brothers who are normal. But again, the marriage can only be drabbonah. Only sheach and Chareishim, or the two brothers who are Chareishim. So if two brothers are married to two sisters that all marriage rabbanan, and one of the brothers dies, what do you got over here? The other brother has a chosisha. He can't marry her because it's his wife's sister. But it's only Drabbanan, Yeah, but it's all Drabunin. The same. They both have the same the same power. Both marriages are, are rabbanan. So it's a chosisha and rabbanan. Let's say let's say they weren't sisters. The two brothers were married to two women, not sisters. So you consume. you can marry them. You can marry them. In other words, you can perform yibum, so it's all Drabana in any way. And if he wants to divorce her, he can divorce her, but he can't give her chalitza. Why? Because a can't give chalitza, and a cheirish or a cannot do chalitza. So over here, one of the parties in all these marriages is a or a therefore there's no chalitza. So he can marry her, but he can't be, and he can give her divorce, but he can't give her chalitza. Two brothers, one one Is married to two sisters, Okay, so now one of the brothers has a normal marriage, right? is married to a pickas. Mais pikas. Now the cheres died. The cheres died. The cheres is only a drop on said the keyh What is what should the brother who's married to a, the sister who's normal? They're both normal. What happens there? Take He can't marry his wife's sister. He has a regular marriage because of a regular marriage. He can't marry his wife's sister. So she's from Yivam and Chalitza. what happens if he died? The Pikech married to the pikas. he died. He had a regular marriage. There's there's now Yivam Doraisa on the brother. Mayas The cherish, even though the brother is a Chayrish and he's limited capacity, but there's a Zika a Torah over here. His brother had a regular marriage to this woman. The brother died with no children. So the Kherish what can he do? to He has to divorce his wife now. Why? Because his marriage to her sister is only drabonan. And he has a chiyav of Yibam and a to marry his brother's wife. But he can't marry his wife. Why can't he marry his wife's sister? Because, because he can't give her Khalitsa, because he's a cherish, right? Right? He's a chairish. Maya's a cherish. He can't give his wife his wife, he has to divorce her to get because. He's got the sister-in-law hanging over him with the daraisa, but he can't marry her. Why? Because if he gives his wife the chereshes a get, he can't marry a chosishto. It's Grusha's It's um, uh, uh, it's, it's it's his his wife is grusha's, um His grusha. In other words, if since he divorced his wife, he can't marry her sister. He can't marry her sister because he was married to her sister. The the, the at least the rabbanan. And he, he just gave his wife again. If you, marry, if you give your wife again, you can't marry her sister. So he's, he's, and therefore she is stuck. She has no way out. Why? Because she needs chalitza, but he can't give chalitza because he's a cherish. It's a very difficult situation. She can never marry anybody. The It's a So therefore, this woman is stuck. Shnei um, shnei Yeah, I guess you could say. That if he dies, then she can marry somebody else. And there's no chalitz, then there's no yivam, right? The yavim over here is a cherish. He can't marry her because he was married to her sister. He can't give her chalitzah because he's a cherish. But if he dies, then she can get married. So I guess. Yesterday we said that if she was stuck. Huh. Yesterday's daf, we said it was wrong. But what happens if he just marries her and then divorces her? What happens then? Yeah, so so over yesterday here yesterday we said it was wrong. Right, Today right, it's like, right. Yesterday it Yesterday was an isherabonah. Today is an Israel. It's a so big yeah. difference. But over here it would be it would be an an Um, it it well, it's it's also only a achos ishto because of drabonan because of his marriage is only drabonan anyway. So it still would be us. So if he if he married her, yeah, he'd have to give her. He can give her a divorce then. But basically, he can't marry her unless his only option is for him to die. But eszach right. He's a, he can't give her Chalitza, and he can't marry her because the chosishto at least Rabonan. Right? So it's at least Rabonan, a Chalitza. Um, and it, there is a case of Yibam over here, though, right? Because his brother had a proper marriage. So, yes, it's still only answered Rabonan, and you're right. If he would marry her, he'd give her he'd have to give her again. Shneiach and two normal brothers. Again, one was married to a Chalitza, and one was married to a normal person. Right? So, if the Bikech married to the Chalitza, it's a very simple. So he can't marry her. He's married to a normal sister. And if the Geirish dies, so he can't marry his sister. Just like we had before. If the Pekek died now, the one who was married to the normal woman, what can he do? He has to divorce his wife. Why? Because his marriage is only a marriage to bond And that's overpowered by the Zika de Araisa of his brother, his deceased brother, was married to a normal woman. But He can give chalitza because he's normal. Before we that the chareish can't give chalitza, but here it's the pikeach married to chareish. He can give her chalitza. So he gives it. Divorces his wife. He can't marry the sister-in-law because he was married to her sister. And uh, but uh, but he can give her. He can give the uh, sister-in-law chalitza. Shnei achen, echel cheresh, two brothers, one one cherish, one piqueach. Nusimum shteach is married to two sisters, echel cheresh, and So the cherish was married to a cheresh, and the cheresh was married to a cheresh. Meis cheresh pao the cheresh dies. Mayas cheresh pao States the cheresh Very simple. You can't marry her. It's his wife's sister. Mayas cheresh pao cheresh. Let's say the cheresh died. Now there's a zika dao oraisa. Mayas cheresh pao cheresh. Moses just because he got a divorce his wife because the zika is stronger than his marriage, Ravonim. As we said before, can't marry her. Why? Because it's a chos ishto, right? It's a chos ishto, he can't marry her. And, and as he can't marry the sister, because it's uh, it was it, he just divorced his wife, it's a chos ishto, a grusha, so he can't marry her sister. And he can't give her chalitza, right? Because he's cheres. So therefore, what could he do? She's just the same thing, she's forbidden forever, like you say, Rumi, unless uh, he marries her be'ishto. Two brothers, one chayash and married to two women who are not sisters. Just nakros, married to sisters, pickos, normal people. So therefore, one one brud, one normal person is married to a normal woman, and his brother, who's a chayash, is married to a to um to, a, to uh, also to a normal person, but it's only drabbanin because he's a chayash. May chayash ba pickos, a chayash dies, my has bkeach ba pickos. Oh, cholz it's a regular case of yibam. A man's married to a woman. He's got a brother who's a cherish who's married with an it- drabanan, and the brother died. So, but the the wives aren't sisters, so he can make yibam yibam chalitza. but if the biqueach dies, Well, and <clears throat> he can't give her chalitza because he's a cherish, but he can marry her. It's not his wife's sister; it's just a regular woman. So he can marry her if he wants to marry her, uh, and he can and he can ever he can't divorce her. Why can't he divorce her? He can't divorce her because the Zika was a Zika del raisa His brother was a normal person married to a normal wife. And the brother, and, and therefore when he died, there's a Zika del raisa Now, Zika del raisa he can't give her a get. He's only a cheirish. He can't give her a proper get. His get is only drabonan. His get is a drabonan like his marriage is drabanan. But over here, there's a Zika. Over here, his marriage is del because it came from a proper Zika. So here's it's the same thing. He can't give her chalitza because he's a cheirish. He can marry her, but he can never divorce her because his get isn't strong enough to overpower the marriage to Orisa raisa Shnei and Two brothers who were normal, married to two women who were not sisters. One was normal, one was not. the Pichach died. Mayas, what can he do? Konas, he can marry her, and Russell HaHotsi If he wants to, he can marry her, he can marry her. If he doesn't want to, he doesn't have to. He can't though give her Chalitza, why? Because she's a HaReshas, right? So he can marry her, and if he wants he can give her a divorce because he's normal and he can force a divorce on her, but he can't give her chalitza because she's a chalitza. let's say the Pikach married to the Pikas died. What can he do? Oh, no problem. He can give her chalitza, right? Or myabom, why? Because if the Pikarch died. So the Pikeches, he's got a, this brother now who's married to Horesh. Well, what can he do with his wife? His, his brother's wife? His brother's wife is normal. He can give her a or even, no problem. Two brothers, one Pikeches, one Pikeches. The Sun and the Beis are married to two girls who are not related, right? Again, the Cheresh is married to Chereshes and the Pikeches is married to Pikes. Now, if Cheresh dies. What can he do? He can marry him. He can't give her chalitza because she's a chareshes, right? be a He can't. give her chalitza. He can marry her, or he can give. And, he, and if he, subsequently he can give her a divorce, that's the only way to release her is to marry her and then give her a divorce, or he could stay married to her. Let's say the pakeach died. Now the chareshes cannot give her Khalitsa, right? He can't give her chalitza, but he could marry her. Because his brother had a proper marriage to Orisa. See, he marries her, he can never give her again. Why? Because <clears throat> he is a cherish. And the marriage that he's in now is a marriage to Orisa because it fell Yibam from his brother who was normal. So his brother was normal, had a normal wife, and a, he was normal, and he died with no children. And he fell Yibam to the cherish. The cherish can marry her, can't give her chalitza because he's a cherish, but he can't divorce her either. So he has to stay married to her forever. Amar so we see over here that a hairish aggression can have a marriage draw bond right it's, a, it's not a marriage del Raissa but it's a marriage draw except he can't do chalitza, but he can marry if he had if he was married to a woman Manitorah because his brothers died with no children now there was a Yibam, menatorah, so it was like forced upon him as a Zika then he can't even give her a divorce. But he could marry anybody. A cheresh can marry a cheresh. A cheresh can marry a normal person. It's only marriage rabbanan. Why do the rabbanan say that they have a marriage rabbanan? The king rabbanan is suing. Who might uh, have the shote? The shotev shote is probably to give a man a, 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 a male imbecile or a female imbecile. Look, they can't have any any, any marriage. Once the time we learned shotev a katan shenasu. If a shotev katan married somebody nasr nasam, Mason they died. Nasr same patrus machalitza. There's only a If a six-year-old married somebody and and then he dies. No children? Is there yidden? No, it's No even. The same thing with the shote that doesn't mean anything. So why shote and cut? And is there no marriage, rabbanim? And by cheres uh, there is. He answers cheres chereshes the kind of the kind of rabbanim. The rabbanim made a cheres chereshes when they made a takana like when when they when they came marriage. They can have a normal marriage. It's a, they're a limited capacity. They can have a normal marriage. They king not rabbanim a suin. They rabban shote veshote the low time to come kind of kind of, A shote an imbecile, who's obviously much more limited capacity than a cheres chereshes. Can't have a normal marriage. A man can't sleep with a serpent, uh, with a snake in the same basket. Meaning, it's impossible for them to have a marriage. Shota with a shota, shota with, with, a with a normal person, it doesn't work, right? make a marriage, they can't have a normal life. So why buy a cotton? A uh, cotton is not a cotton is cotton's not a shota. So why can't he have uh, a a and a chayrish does. They have a chayrish and they could have marriage rabbanon. Because he said, if a, a cutting marries somebody, it's not a marriage. But a, a chayrish marriage somebody, it is a marriage rabbanon. the A chayrish is never going to uh, is never going to get out of the situation. Meaning, because a chayrish is always going to be a chayrish. He's not going to be bar mitzvah and then become uh, and then become normal. So chayrish lost the and will never come into a su'in de oraisa. He's never going to be able to have a proper marriage. The Kotton das will khan suan, but a cotton eventually will be bar mitzvah and then could get married. They didn't make a they didn't make a tacana for him because he'll wait till he be bar mitzvah, then he'll have a sp then he'll have a regular marriage. No reason to make a special marriage for abandoned for a cotton. But a khtana or aktana does, a khtana also is going to be bot mitzvah one day, and yet for Tekir Banna soon, the Rabana made in the suin, like we said, and uh you saw Mikhay Abiah, or if she doesn't have a father, or if she have for That's. The reason they added a kana for uh, uh, a ketana is that they shouldn't uh, be knowing with her like a prostitute. In other words, that she shouldn't be mistreated. So we allow uh, a marriage of ketana so that she should be taken care of. If ketana is a marriage rabbanan and a Aqtana is a marriage rabbanan, why by ketana can you make meun? Right, she could just walk away up until 12 years old, and a cheresis cannot make and She can't just walk away. It's also a marriage rabbanan. Why do the Rabunnawim attack in that way? A katana can walk away and a Kharesh cannot. Law. Because if a Kharash can always walk away, nobody's going to marry her. The whole idea is we want to have a normal life. Both a Hireshuz and a should try to have a normal life. They could live as husband and wife, whether they're both Hureshis or one's Hureshis, you could have a normal life. So we want to encourage somebody to marry her. But if they if a guy's going to say, listen, oh, she's always going to, she can always walk away. Even when we're 50 years old, we have a fight one day she's going to walk away. Nobody will marry her. But by Ektana, we'll say, listen, okay, she can walk away because she doesn't know any, she has, doesn't have her own seichel, and now uh, I'll pacify her until 12 years old. Once she's 12 years old, she can't walk away anymore, and therefore I can I can manage till 12 years old. But, uh, but if she's always going to be able to walk away, nobody will be encouraged to marry her. And we want to encourage the rabbis, want to encourage people to marry Ektana, she, she shouldn't be loose on the streets, and also so that they should have a normal life. All right, we'll pick him here tomorrow. Let's jump from the top of the page. Have a good day, everybody.